0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Mixcast. <laughs> it is the cast and I'm flying, well, not flying solo. I got the boys at Van Epps with me, but I got no rev. Glenn is all the way in Maryland, but he is with us. Via remote control. <laughs> Are you jingling some change or something like that? Me? No. Oh, just you had like a weird jingle going on.
0: Oh, that's just the left. What's up to the marbles rattling around inside my skull, man?
1: Yeah, I, I, we definitely have to talk a little bit about what's or been going pants. on in Maryland. Or
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. They're we, jingling, baby. Go ahead, baby. They're jingling, baby. Go ahead, baby. I don't we, even know what that means. You know, SJ, <laughs> is it J? No, is that Jay-Z or was that uh, LL Cool J?
0: Uh, I I wouldn't know. I avoid those types of things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jake, I think, would slap me. I'm like, dude, have you heard the (laughs) no Jay-Z?
2: Anti-rock. No, but then, then I would come back with the dude, the new JT album. Oh, Timberlake? <laughs> oh, I can't go wrong with Timberlake, He's <laughs> a talented dude. i got to give him that. <laughs> I've seen him live. Yeah,
0: I got—I don't have anything bad to say about uh, old Timberlake. Uh, he brought the sexy back, and I've watched my wife dance to that song, and so I don't have any problems with that. <laughs>
2: yeah, he brought it back, and it hasn't left.
0: Yeah, if it inspires Tawny, I'm good to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
1: kind of how it is with Sid. Sid loves Justin Timberlake, so if that makes her happy, if I take her to a concert, makes her happy and excited, and then... Takes her love for Justin Timberlake out on me later on. I'm okay with it. <laughs> or,
2: or like, or Britney
1: Spearsing it up twice in one trip. Okay, you know. quite possible. I don't know. You, you never know. <laughs> what kind of weirdo would do that, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> that's the funny thing. So, oh, just so we know, we got Van Apps. we've got Matt, Bobby, and Jake, and they've got a big CD release show that's going to be happening on Friday, August 11th. That we're going to be talking about quite quite a bit during this podcast. Uh, Ten Miles Wide playing with you guys, as well as Devils Hunt Me Down, uh, and also Omni, which is uh, Will from Ten Miles Wide, uh, his other band. So he's doing. I mean, double duty Oh yeah duty uh, but Jake and I uh, almost crossed paths while we were in um, while, while we were in uh, in Vegas because yeah, right yeah. when I was leaving you were arriving
2: and we both went to check out the Beatles love which was kind of oh, funny yeah. Oh, bet one of the best shows I've ever seen hands down yeah because I told Oh, Glenn, so you were, you were at that Jake Steve told us all about that
0: on a previous cast I didn't know that you that you were there as well same he, show like no, literally he, same performance he went to the
1: next day yeah that was, that oh, was okay, one I got day you. I gotcha. and we were going to try and meet up but then all of a sudden we got a Britney Spears hair up our ass and we decided <laughs> we got to go see Britney and then by the time that was over I was like Jake I'm just exhausted <laughs> I saw Beatles Love and Britney Spears in one day I am done and oh, walked yeah, around yeah. in the sun well and by day three in Vegas I guess too, you're like, I'm ready to go home.
2: Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, what was your take on uh, Beatles Love? Because you've seen it a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I saw it once for the first time. I think it was like five or six years ago. And then uh, when I saw it last time, they changed it up a little bit. The, like, they did a little bit different with the choreography and the acrobatics and all that stuff. But it was, I mean, both times I was blown away. Both times. It's just incredible how they, how they like, represented the music through a different art form. It was, it was super cool to me. I said that it's almost like they captured the spirit of the music in the live yeah. performance. Oh, totally. Like you,
1: you felt like you were inside the brain of, yeah. of the Beatles, which is not a good thing maybe in those
3: situations
2: because <laughs> it's very uh, hallucinogenic. Oh, totally.
3: Paul McCartney.
1: <laughs> and I love that they used their Creepy. actual music.
2: Yeah, which was great. No, and I think didn't uh, like George Martin or something. Well, he was like, or is George Martin's son or something? Did a no, lot of the. Was, re- I think it was actually oh, it was George, George Martin. Okay, yeah, yeah. George Martin. He he helped remix the. Song Songs yeah, to give oh. a new life to the songs. Oh, and I downloaded that whole whole album on my phone, too. I was like, this love record is awesome. Yeah. Might as well keep that in the collection, too. So, <laughs> I did the same thing. I got uh, back, and I'm like, oh, there's a soundtrack. All right, I'm downloading it. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, Glenn, what's
1: going on with you, man? How is the show over in uh, Maryland? Oh, man, um...
0: Maryland's been a blast man I mean we got in We got on a Wednesday morning At about 6 a.m. Right So we flew into Baltimore Washington International And then um, You know we, we Because we're getting flown in We're borrowing gear We pretty much shipped our pedals And all of our merch back here But we had to make an appointment With Gibson To swing by Gibson in D.C. They have a showroom there To pick up some guitars So They couldn't meet us Till about 11 a.m. So we ended up Bombing around D.C. For a couple You know Several hours uh, You know Just Waiting to to get hooked up, you know, um and it was just man, like Africa hot, like Vietnam hot, like. <laughs> yeah, Sean. Sean literally got out of my brother in law picked word. us up. And we got it on my brother in law's truck, and uh, <clears throat> Sean just said, "Oh my god, it's hotter than Satan's D," and that that began the whole. And of course, Sean does what, he does. Forrest Gump better than tom hanks so he started quoting gump just saying he's like i'm really happy to be here with you in our nation's capital (laughs) you know and i'm laughing but yeah it was really hot like man so we just walked up to the washington monument and then we all uh let's see we just for shelter for air conditioning and shelter we ducked into one of the smithsonians where uh Chris and I enjoyed uh, stereo dueling bowel movements in the air conditioning and uh, didn't get to see any of the museum, <laughs> you know. Sounds like quite <laughs> so the show. So that, that was the beginning of our trip, then went to my sister's for a little while. She has a swimming pool. It was so hot that her pool water, I think, was 88 degrees.
1: Ugh. So
0: we lounged in the pool. Jeez. Beers were had, and then we got into Maryland. It's a hot tub uh, at that
1: point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally.
0: Oh man, just humidity, you know, like you you don't get real humidity in Seattle. So we were just, it was just like an oven, man, but just hanging with the family, having a good time and went and we did an acoustic show Thursday night at a little club called Uncle Jack's. That was kind of a pre-funk for Saturday's big show. And tons of people came out, people I haven't seen in a long, long time. Um, We all got just completely hammered. Um, I've been asked not to share you. these photos. <laughs> <No>. but, uh, <laughs> Glenn, know, sound man, like you Glenn? Glenn? great no. lies. The, the promoter <laughs> out here, the guy that put all this on, a guy named Andy Titchenell, um, he owns several businesses, a catering company, but he's also a, a city cop. So the end of the night came, and we're like, Andy, man. And he's like, oh, man, I got you. I'll, I'll put. So Andy pals us all in the cruiser and drives the first time i've ever ridden in a police car without getting the free jewelry you know Um, (laughs) and he gave us all a ride out to my parents house in the cruiser at about three in the morning so we pulled in around the back of my parents house my dad came out back kind of to greet us and there's this cop car and we all pile out hey roger what's going on you know and he's shaking his head in disbelief and so yeah and then we all took lots of pictures by the cruiser and stuff of course the next day andy was like hey man D- don't, don't put those on the internet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was like one time but, I remember um, I was on an airplane and I, my buddy was a pilot. And I was just like, hey, man, can we check out the cockpit? My wife and I was like, yeah, sit, take pictures. I take all these pictures. He didn't tell me though I shouldn't post these on social media. So oh, I, of course, no. quickly pull him, I'm like, check who the pilot is, and I tag him in it. <laughs> <laughs> quickly untags himself and then sends me a private message like, hey, man, could you completely ditch those pictures? I'm like, yeah. oh, shoot. Sorry, man. <laughs> I just thought yeah. it looked cool that I was flying a plane. He's like, yeah, that's there's information there's pictures there's things that some people shouldn't see yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
0: well uh, the pilot's all Steve it's a great photo but the pint of vodka that was in my cup holder
1: (laughs) I don't need that being on the end can you please take that (laughs) that photo down and the porn playing on the iPad that helps keep me away (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know, we uh then Saturday was the big show. I mean, this this massive festival grounds, it was huge. They brought in this incredible, literally it was like a semi-truck trailer that you pull in and basically this thing unfolds and becomes this massive stage. Um, you know, just top shelf staging, top shelf lighting, top shelf uh, you know, sound. And Saturday to say that it rained. Um, my God, it rained all day, and not like Seattle rain. I mean, the raindrops were the size of your thumb. It just Jeez. poured, man. It poured and wow. poured. There's been no rain here, I guess, for like two months, and it hasn't rained again since, by the way.
1: Oh, wow. So, of course, but for the I, day of the show, there needs to be rain. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, it, man, and it didn't just rain a little, it dumped it just dumped so a lot of the bands went ahead and played in the rain there was a huge pavilion that people just kind of huddled under where they had all the food and beverage stations and stuff but i mean it it definitely hurt the show which was a bummer i mean when we played there were god bless them man i mean diehards that just suffered through that miserable weather all day and i think we maybe played for a couple hundred people it, it the rain finally stopped at about 10 o'clock and we went on around 10 30 we were scheduled to go on at nine but the weather was so terrible i mean like monsoon rains thunder and lightning just ma- nasty so the time we hit the stage it's like all these people that suffered through this all day so we we just played like it was the last chance we were ever gonna get to play we threw down for Close to two hours. Well it could have been. You might have been non- electric-
1: s- you might have been yeah. electrocuted after that. So. <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. Well that would have been perfect. A lightning strike and, and that would have been that. You know, they'd be looking for my ashes. They just find one boot and like a watch, you know, so but that that kinda brings you up to speed, man. I mean the show was great and we had an awesome time, sold lots of merch, just met lots of amazing people. They were all so excited that we were there. But, man, the weather just really bombed. That sucks. Like I said, it wasn't like a Seattle rain. It was like, good God, if you're yeah. going to walk four feet, you're in trouble. Like, just pouring, man, in all day. So, it was a real... Kind of a heartbreaker, especially for Andy Tichnell and his wife Marley. They're the ones that put this whole thing on. Oh. And just you know, and Andy was cool. He was so excited to have us there. We got him up on stage with us at the end of the show. We all took a big bow together. I mean, it was all as cool as it could possibly be, but
4: I that know lightning.
0: that, that yeah. rain yeah. <laughs> killed the attendance, man, you know. Yeah. Just so, yeah. a great time, but kind of a bummer, man. Bad timing. You know, like, yeah.
2: Great time, but bad timing. The window yeah, pane. Yeah, my God. The, uh, Mother
0: Nature just took a huge leak on us, bro.
2: The window pane wet whistle tour. <laughs>
0: oh, dude, we were drowned rats. I mean, my hair was stuck to my face. I mean, all of us were soaked.
1: Do you guys, um, uh, the, the boys and Van Heps, have you ever had a situation like that where you had to play outside and, and nature took its course? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we what played happened?
3: A, we played a private party over in Snohomish. Like years Not good. ago, and we brought our full PA, so we brought like, you know, the our huge you know tower speakers that are as big as we are, and all this stuff, and we were set out on on the porch, and uh, we played for about an hour, and then um, and then halfway through one of the tunes, it just starts pouring down rain, and we kind of start looking at each other like, all right, uh, should we keep going? Or not? Yeah. I was all like, right, well, "Let's cut it. Let's cut it right now." So grab we were tarps. like, we "We're just like, all right, <laughs> fine. We'll, we'll finish the song." So we finished the song, and then it's just like, guitars down, grab every, put tarps over everything we could, getting everything out of the rain under. under they had like a little patio that we could put stuff under. It was just, and then it was just getting home, and then just stretching out each cable. You know, laying it out on the floor, letting them dry Let them off. dry like, out. Open, yeah, yeah. Opening each microphone, kind of like taking all the components <laughs> oh. out so they can, you know, dry off. It was. Well, and all our monitors were facing towards us, so the rain's hitting the actual speaker. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> were you getting shocked while you're singing into the microphone? No, actually, no. I've been shocked many
1: times on stage, but that was not one of the times. <laughs> Glenn, I know you've been shocked while singing into a microphone, right?
0: Oh God, yes! The worst um, ever. Actually, one of the worst ever was a tiny little club called the Big Dipper in Spoke, Compton, over in Spokane, Washington. <laughs> oh, and we were just sound checking, and I grabbed a hold of the mic, and it hit me so hard the lights dimmed, the light show dimmed, <laughs> and I kind of—I didn't fall down, but I fell backwards into a seated position. And Mark Harris, you know um of course he's an electrician by day right um he went completely bananas he's like what'd you just do to my singer what do you know (laughs) it was bad and then that show was
4: so bad i was getting hit so
0: hard and then mark and tony were bumping into each other like they always do and they were shocking each other if they even touched each other and finally by the end of the set i got so frustrated i took my guitar off and just threw it down on the drum riser and just sang the last song i was furious that club's called the big dipper and i I don't think we'll ever go back there again. I don't mind telling the story, because when you take that much voltage, yeah. you should be able to out the club that basically <laughs> yeah. gave you electro shock therapy, shock therapy man.
1: You'd think it's that'd terrible. be like, hey, we should make sure everything's grounded if we're a club yeah. with a lot of electricity yeah. going through it. I mean,
0: nice people. The staff treated us great. The sound guy was very friendly. Nice people. I have nothing negative to say about the people. Uh, window pane will probably not be returning to that venue. <laughs> 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 you know, man? That's um, hilarious. And I've had other ones, too. One of the one of the best ones was uh, we were doing the Central, and I was taking current so bad through my mic at the Central down in Pioneer Square. Um, it got to a point where it was jumping into the sweat in my hair and then burning my face. Oh. So finally, mid-set, it was like August, and it was sweltering hot, and the place was packed, and... So finally I'm like, hang on everyone. And I took my boot off and I took my sock oh, off I and I moved my sock over oh, and geez. threw it over the microphone, then pulled my boot back on. I was like, okay, let's go. And like that, that little, whatever it would be, you know, that, a sixteenth of an inch of cotton or whatever was enough to give me just enough separation that I wasn't getting zapped as bad. But I finished that whole set with a sock on my microphone.
1: That uh, sounds like a weird chi- red hot chili pepper thing. That
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it smelled great. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, right? I had to do
0: something. I was like, I can't take this anymore. I don't care what this looks like and I'm not going to stop playing, yeah. but I, I can't take it, man. Every, this tear was jumping into, into, into my front teeth. Oh,
2: I that was awful. I man. feel bad for the next singer with that microphone.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and before all. That Glenn had perfectly straight hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right. That's that was right. the start of his curly hair phase. Um, yeah, and I- oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, So, Van Epps, you guys have a new CD that's going to be coming out. You were kind enough to let Glenn and I hear it, which, huh? my man, guys, it just sounds huge. Oh, thank it you. It sounds gigantic, which is, I mean, it's yeah. perfect for this. I mean, the last show I saw with you guys was actually with Windowpane mm. for uh, Mark Harris's last show, and I, I talked about it on the podcast. I know, Matt, you and I talked about it, but yes. having had a chance to talk with you guys about it, but with Bobby and Jake, how cool was it? And, and for those that didn't hear that episode... Uh, I couldn't stop raving about watching you guys perform on stage and bringing your fathers up on stage. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. unlike anything I've ever... I mean, hey, Window Pain did something I've never seen before when they've passed the torch on stage from bassist to bassist. And then you guys did something I've never seen before where you brought your parents, your dads, up on stage to perform with you and all I could think was my dad was a drummer but he stopped playing cuz he hurt his arm so i, I would never have had that opportunity and plus i could only play drums like maybe could play the kazoo decent and that's about it <laughs> but like i would never have that opportunity to jam with my father on stage you guys had that opportunity what was that like for you guys
2: oh it was rad yeah and our dad's taught us everything we know so it was great to actually do that and come to a packed showbox show and have our moms go
3: crazy because their dads are up there. <laughs> mom's getting to be groupies for dads. We're just like, if nothing else, dads are getting some action.
0: <laughs> this is my best. <laughs> you guys guarantee all your dads got lucky that good stuff
4: good stuff. My dad
1: walked off and he felt like a. Bad A. <laughs> just hit him on the show. like, "You're getting laid tonight." That's my Father's Day gift to you. <laughs>
2: That'd be awesome. Tonight I make you another brother.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, jeez. Another hairy kid. Fantastic. <laughs> it was... No, but it, it was it was a really cool moment. Just because you know, like our dads are kind of the influences that got all of us interested in music. You know, growing up. I mean, I remember I walking into the computer room and my dad was playing acdc and i was just like what is this and he's like oh we used to listen to this in high school and i and then from that point i just couldn't get he it left up. out the part where he'd smoke pot while listening to it in high school i bet <laughs> <laughs> but, or maybe not <laughs> love to see that but it was it was it was just a really cool experience and i i mean i think the audience had it really enjoyed watching it too which it was just kind of a fun thing for everyone like i I, I really enjoyed doing it.
1: Well, I think anyone could relate to it in the sense that, like, how cool would it be to do anything with one of your parents? Mm-hmm. Something that you enjoy doing, not, like, something, you know, like, something boring. Like, being on stage and rocking out and then getting to bring your parents up or your dads up on stage yeah, is, yeah. is something that I, I watched and I, I felt like a cool, like, I felt like I was a part of, like, a family moment. It was pretty, did they know each other? Like, did, did your dads all know each other beforehand? Or, oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Jake's dad oh, okay.
2: and my dad are in a band together and we're <laughs> we're trying to recruit Matt's dad
3: to get on a Keys. Yes. Call I've Van been, Dad. I've been talking to him for <laughs> Van
0: Dad. I just want a Van Dad, Dad, Dad t-shirt, man. I just want a Van Dad t-shirt. Me I don't care too. if the band ever gets off the ground, bro. Will you hook me up? We'll get you
1: one, going. Yeah, I'll put 20 in on that. There you go. Yeah, for I'll put kick- 20 in right now yeah. for that, man. Let's get that Kickstarter going. Van Dad. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's
3: not that big of a Kickstarter for a couple shirts. <laughs>
1: $40 gold. <laughs> Reached goal. by two backers. <laughs> Finally, a Kickstarter that works. Yeah, right. And they and you only get twelve of that dollars though. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about for you, Matt? Was that was that a fun uh, experience? Oh yeah, it was great.
3: Yeah. I, I just remember I still remember when Jake called me with the idea. He's he calls me up and he's like <clears throat> he does the whole like, dude, I have this great idea. And whenever you get that that call from somebody, especially Jake, you know, you don't know if it's gonna be like like what his idea was, or if it's like, dude, like I don't know, like it's hit or pickles miss. on a I mean, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Pickles on a peanut butter sandwich. Like, I don't know. Well, oh, that's always good. <laughs> that's
0: great. Wait, wait, wait. Did I miss something? I didn't hear a beep or anything. What, was it pickles on a D? What was he about what? to say?
1: <laughs> wait, he said the F word. I said the F word. <laughs> oh, I, you I did? Screwed up. I screwed up. He's a bad boy. I missed that. A bad, dirty bad, mouth. Boy. No. Punish him. Uh, dirty no. mouth. <laughs> Matt. Naughty. Do you sing songs with that Anyways. mouth? <laughs> <laughs> really dirty songs with that mouth. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were like, you know, genuine or something uh, like that. Singing Naughty. Songs didn't realize you were <laughs> do you kiss
0: Van Dad with that mouth. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> kiss
2: your dad with that
3: mouth. <laughs> it's a frightening concept, Glenn. Thanks.
1: <laughs> How do you I'm think he so got him sorry. to that perform? Is a, that no. is a frightening concept. <laughs> getting weird. This is getting weird quick. Uh, a typical Migs cast getting weird within 20 minutes. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt.
3: No, it was cool. It was really cool. I had a, I had a great time. I've like, I've sang. With my dad on stage before like <clears throat> for like church stuff yeah. it's different you know oh it's 100 percent different. it's different when you play in front of a you know showbox crowd playing rock and roll music you know one of the weirdest differences and I'm sure you've recognized
1: that too if you so you've performed in front of a church oh yeah, I grew up in, in choir all that stuff see yeah, I've yeah. played drums for a church. Band And, you know, I went from playing rock shows my whole life to Mm -hmm. finally, like, at 30-something, getting asked to play for my wife's church. And I'm like, yeah, this is a good way to endear myself with her family. Totally. So I decided to do it and fell in love with doing it and and, and still truly do enjoy doing it. But the weirdest thing was after playing, I remember, our first song. And I'm like, we nailed it. I'm playing it. And I'm like, this is going great. Like, because it's more contemporary Christian rock. Mm -hmm. So it's still got, like, a pulse to it. It's not a hymn. Mm -hmm. And we finish. And there's just pure silence and then all of a sudden you hear a couple people, go, Amen. And I'm like, All that for an Amen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what I, for the world. I don't know if I was expecting a mosh pit to start with a bunch of <laughs> yeah, seven. I was but... gonna ask,
0: man, like did senior citizens start ripping off their blouses yes. and dancing around? <laughs> I
1: mean Yes, yes. The, the pastor, he took his shirt off. It was really weird. He's started <laughs> headbanging. I don't get this church.
0: <laughs> I was thinking more of topless grandmas, but I'm not sure that's a party I want to attend. It's
1: you like, know, at that point, I would have taken it. It would give me a little validation that all that hard work was worth something. It's like the new Foo Fighters video. Yeah, speaking
3: of topless grandmas, have you seen the new Foo Fighters video? Yeah, no I have. Oh my have. god, It's
1: great. <laughs> Is it the one for Run? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I saw some yeah. of it, I haven't seen the whole thing they yeah, get by, topless? The end,
3: by the end, it's like They're just going nuts and Oh, that's hot like, Yeah, like grandma with just a f- flappy yeah. Ooh. It's all out
1: All out there well, This is a perfect segue for our gilf <laughs> talk segment That we usually do on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Gilf talk, Gilt Gilt talk. talk. <laughs> It's a real thing Helen Mirren. <laughs> well, let's talk about the new record. So, you guys have the CD release show again that's on Friday, August 11th. People can go to your Facebook page, reach out to you guys to get tickets or or where else they could go to the crocodiles website, I would imagine. Yeah, it's it's all online. We're actually not doing uh we're not doing the hard
3: ticket presale this time. We're just sending everybody online um or to the door. Okay, yeah. so is it the crocodile Crocodile yeah. website would be good. Yeah, yeah. Is um, it the crocodile.com? I believe so. I know there's a link on our Facebook Okay. Uh,
2: invite but uh, I guess I could look it up right now we can post now. it
3: up too but okay. yeah I think it's crocodile.com
2: could uh, probably post something on our website too on the next day or so
1: yeah. The website is
2: com. Uh, nice yeah it's the com as well <laughs> cool, that, cool there
1: we go so com and the crocodile.com perfect you can figure it all out yeah. from there totally. look at us we got internet at our fingertips, <laughs> dude. We're like one foot out the door. You guys showed up, and like the studios have been completely gutted out. It's a ghost town. Crazy, Glenn, We're still in the old studios, and we're not going to be leaving these until Friday. Um, so yeah, we this is this will be the very last mixcast in uh, oh, in the studios. So it's, it's a historic wow. moment, you guys. We are right. legends. You guys are the yes. last
0: ones out of Deadwood, brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was expected to see uh, some tumbleweed blow through the. City, the I the do. Opposite. I oh. can't see right. Castle, That's so. just my hair, Matt.
0: That's just my hair, man. I shed. and Tumblebeard. Yeah. Tumble <laughs> tumble Glen. Yeah, tumble Glen and Van Dad will be playing at the Crocodile <laughs> next
1: Tuesday. <laughs> and Castle does have the tumblebeard. Yes, you're yes. absolutely right, mommy. <laughs> That's great. Well, why don't we listen to some uh, some stuff off of the record? Um, cool. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have a preference. I have ones that in my head that I, I genuinely, I mean, I love all the songs. I thought they all sounded great. But the first one, I'm a big fan and I've said this a million times It sound like a broken record, but I do believe the first song off of any record sets the tone for what that record is going to be like. Like, sure. I feel like that's your first impression, Yeah, and it better be good, and you guys definitely delivered with the first song off of this record. Cool. Does this have Thank a name? You. Does the album have a name? Yeah, so the album is just self-titled again. We, okay. We didn't
3: want to come up with <clears throat> I don't know. We're, we're really weird about names. With names, it's kind of like We can spend a really long time trying to come up with some really thought-provoking name, or just call it Van Ips.
1: And then you could just have different colored albums. Exactly. And it could be like, Last time we <laughs> spent like album. months trying to figure out a name and then they, it just didn't work. So were just well, going were there title. any names that were kicked around? And what were some of the more
2: ridiculous ones? Oh. I was thinking like Abominable for the first one. But, and then I was like, yeah, we'll have an Abominable Snowman on the front. And then we got the album art back. And I was like, wow, this sucks. I was like, this looks like I could draw something. It, it looked like clip art. It totally, like like copy paste. I was like, oh yeah, someone's going to pick this up and be like, oh, this record's going to rock. <laughs> Is no, this like, like, it's like, it's like, a, no. it's just a Christmas doing... album? Is this a children's yeah. album? Yeah. yeah. Check-y-G. You guys
0: weren't down with uh, Van Epps 2 electric boogaloo. I thought it was
2: Well, now that you, you know? mention it, we have a very
3: finished clever the cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the cover is not done yet. That so oh, is There's still time. <laughs> You're have a sneaky man. A, like Glenn. a
1: breakdancing kind of graffiti font. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Well, no, there was a whole photo shoot, man.
0: I was dressed as Turbo and Matt was dressed as Ozone. I don't know yeah, where the photos he... went, but, you know, I, I think, think those they were those just are in like a private neon collection. collection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, I love You're being nice to the stupid kid in mean, class. I think they're like, yeah, Glenn, this is a great idea. Let's take these Pictures. okay buddy thanks correct
1: me if i'm wrong did you know. glenn just <laughs> have come up with the character name from break into electric boogaloo I, I think was,
2: i'm down for it i don't remember I, their I, names that's impressive if we want to change yeah. the album
1: name right now i'm i'm for it that's right <laughs> all right so van epps to electric boogaloo this yeah. is the first <laughs> time off of it rolls off the tongue Here <laughs> ready to check it out the the song is called blood let's listen to it and uh we'll be back after uh, the song oh oh hey Wait, figure this. There we go. Ah, ah. go. <laughs> Top notch production right here on the mixed cast. <laughs> this is a foreshadowing of the rest of the song. There we go. I think we got it. We blame you, Rev. Yep, Rev's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go.
4: I want your blood, so give it up. Straight to the face, I've had a taste, and now I just can't get your blood so keep- Up for now, but the night is young. I want your blood. So give it up straight to the face I've had.
1: Turn the mics on right towards the end. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, oh, oh. Hello. Oh, hello. Hold on. Mixed Hit fly. pause. Hit pause. Mixed Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. It's all <laughs> falling apart.
0: Way, way to go, Rev. Right? Rev's a dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy's got stomach issues. And I'm like, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming through, Rev. (laughs) We were talking uh, while the song was playing that the new record has seven songs. It's about Mm -hmm. 23, 24 minutes. And I was like, I like that because some of my favorite records are super short. And I find myself when I'm driving home, I'll not just listen to them once, but I'll wind up listening to them twice because it's um, like Weezer records I always use as a great example. They're Mm -hmm. like 30 minutes long and I never feel unsatisfied that, oh, they should have given me more. I'd rather have seven quality songs than 15 super filler songs you know in a part of it absolutely
0: it's it's funny man like we learned a lot about you know because of this vinyl debacle that windowpane finds itself in Uh uh-huh um we always tried to shoot for never more than an hour so anywhere between say 45 and 55 minutes which is anywhere from like 10 songs, maybe 12 songs, and that was always kind of our goal. We thought that was a nice, nice long listen, not too long. Exactly. You know what I mean? Totally. So now we get into the, uh, you know, we got to do vinyl, and they're like, yeah, it's got to be a double album. We're like, what? You know, our album's like 53 minutes long, and they're like, yeah, that's going to be a double vinyl. Wow. We're like, what? And so I go back and I look at like Led Zeppelin 4 and, you know, Are You Experienced? And sure enough, man, all those records are like 38 minutes long, 37 minutes long, you know, maybe 40 minutes long. And they're all seven or eight songs. And it just never occurred to me before. Never occurred to me. And I'm like, oh, no, because it has to do with, you know, they've got to cut all the grooves into the disc, and the more you compress it, like, the more they, the more material that they have to put on, the more grooves, you get to a point where it's just unlistenable crap. So, oh. that's part of why the windowpane vinyl still isn't out, is we have to press it as a double album, which is twice the expense. Yeah. We got things going at one point, we got our master back, we didn't like the way that sounded, so we got online for another one, and at this point, we're actually, we're actually we're dead serious about it we're going to be sending uh the windowpane record itself because we were never really happy with the way it it came out Uh, and we're going to send it to ted jensen over at sterling sound in new york that does oh my goodness name it um he does a lot of great stuff of course Mm -hmm. we got to get in line for that guy so that's going to delay us yet again because we're like well we don't want to get our vinyl pressed off the old master because we never felt that the high mid crunch and presence and energy and sizzle was there. You know, we went through eight or nine masters and we had, we had a CD release party coming up. So we just, we had to settle and just get the record out. Mm -hmm. So now our vinyls delayed yet again, because we're going to go to Ted Jensen in New York and get the album sounding the way we always wanted it to before we start hitting the road this fall. And so, you know, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Perfect play length, guys. I think the next window pane record will be like two songs, you know, <laughs> one side is, of a vinyl, minutes, and we'll just press forty-five.
1: Yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, you were mentioning that like, there's a waiting list just to oh, get dude. vinyl out, and which blows my mind because now with vinyl as popular as it is, you would think that there's all these different companies making vinyl, but apparently not.
3: There's just so few of them that the that the they're backordered so far that you're like you put in an order for a vinyl and you're looking at like a four to six months wait. Yep. Yep. Well, I
0: think there's more because of the resurgence, there's more companies coming around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then there's a quality control issue. Right. So if you want to go to the guys that have a reputation for being really high quality. Yeah, man. I mean, Tony's got us in and out of queue several times now. And, you know, we're just okay. We'll we'll get back to you guys in a few months. We're like, oh, man. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. We swear
0: to god they're coming out at some point.
1: We man. promise all you Kickstarter backers we will eventually get you your vinyl. <laughs> well, it will happen.
0: It will happen. Um I can't tell you when. But when I was looking at you know? the
3: I was looking at the specs for a vinyl and like even our 23 24 minute record is like just on the cusp of uh, depending on it, they're different depending. Like, if you get like what size record you get, if you get the five inch or the 12 or whatever, right? Right, and right. Also, right. This, the speed, yeah, like which can affect the quality
1: as well, whether it's faster or slower speed. It's crazy. It's like, you want to put out the vinyl, but you don't want to put out a crap version oh, yeah, of vinyl. Right, so then yeah. it's like you're in this weird <laughs> conundrum of okay, well, what am I going to do and how do I pull this off? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because I mean, these days it seems like I don't know if you guys noticed it. I mean, have you put out vinyl before on the last record? No, or no. no yeah. See, I was—I'm curious to see on like a, a, on a local level, are people buying more vinyl? or Are they going to be buying more CDs at shows? I think that uh, <clears throat> I think it'll probably be more vinyl, just
3: because it's easier. Since CDs have been around for so long, I think people just probably revert to getting online yeah. as far as digital. Just stuff download goes. it or, or stream but, it. No, so, yeah. like, if they see a vinyl, I would. I would imagine that people would mostly go to that just
1: because
3: a it's like the thing that's in right now. Yep. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. All the like, cool
1: kids are using. Yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: exactly. And then b it's just you know it's also the the different thing right now. Yeah. You
0: know? Well, yeah. It's 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 a um. I mean that's the feedback we had gotten. You know, like Brett that we work with had talked about. You know, REM ended up in this conundrum where they had like. They did this pressing, but they had like 10,000 vinyls. They're so like, oh, God, what are we going to do with this? And they took it on tour. And I think within like two shows, it was all gone. <laughs> oh, and they were like, wow. oh, my God, people want this. And it, what it, it comes down to, it's a fetish property. Like, I think sure. Matt's right. People will download the record. Or was that Matt or Jake or Bobby? I can't see you guys. Who was talking? It sounded <laughs> like Matt. <laughs> Matt.
3: Matt, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, right. Hey, I'm better at this. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, the way we tend to sell our most you know CDs uh, is... You know, with the signature, if we'll stand there and sign it, people buy the disc all day long. And even on our website, you can buy the record for ten, I think, and then you can get the signed version for fifteen. And about every two weeks, we have to sit down at the rehearsal space and sign a bunch of albums because no one buys the unsigned version for five bucks more. The the autographs. So it's it's like a fetish property, and that's why I think the vinyls, even if people don't have a player. You know, they don't have a, a turntable. They'll buy that vinyl just because it's a fetish property with yeah. the big album artwork and it's old school, and you can read all the lyrics. And it's this—it's just fetish property. It's like a cool thing to See, that's, own. That's so, funny you say funny, that because for a you know, while
1: I was—I bought a bunch of vinyl when I was living in my old house in Livewood. I'm like, well, eventually I'm going to get an awesome turntable. I'm going to set it up. It's going to be great. Then we were moving from Linwood to Puyallup and I had all this vinyl and my wife's like, you got to get, like, what are we doing? Like, you don't have a record player. I'm like, yeah, I should just probably give them to someone. So I get rid of all this vinyl and then I get to this house, I buy a record player. Now oh, I'm in the process of re-buying
4: them. Oh, and no now hands. and
1: now it's like it's it's way hip to buy vinyl. So it's also way expensive to buy vinyl. Like back yeah. then I was getting records for two, three bucks a pop, like an Aerosmith record here or an A C D C record. It's because they were all just sold in like the, the, the used bins or yeah. whatever it or may be. At Easy Street. Yeah, or or no. yeah. yeah, or like you know, Sonic Boom or wherever it was. And now I go and I want to go pick up some vinyl and, and replenish my old stash and everything is at least twenty to 30 bucks a pop oh, oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Pop. well no oh, our God. double album I think we're talking about making the price point on that 40 or 45 and of course we're taught, We were talking our only real source for dude or how screwed are we here would be Brett and he's like Glenn people are gonna buy it they're yeah. gonna yeah. buy yeah. it trust me it's a double album even if they just take the things and use a thumb pin and put them up on their wall Yeah, yeah. Th- it's gonna sell it's gonna sell and we're like okay man and then, of course everyone we've talked to that have done vinyl they're like oh my god we can't keep it in stock and we're like okay because to me it's like damn 45 bucks but then you think about and i mean even we're at that point where our average t-shirts 15 to 20 hoodies are 35 or 40 and they sell all day long like like crazy so okay. you know it's that weird being at a band being bands at our level it's that weird adjustment you have to make in your mind like you start charging a $15 cover and you feel like that's unreasonable. And you have to remind yourself that it's 2017
4: yep. and yeah. you
0: know, these people are seeing four bands for 15 bucks and it's a bargain, 15, 20 bucks, but you're used to thinking all oh, $5 cover, $10 cover, but yep. that was $6.
1: You know, I, was, I remember back when yes, I started playing, was always $6. $6. It long, man. You know? I was like, we're not going to 10. We're like, Fugazi. <laughs> we're keeping it at yeah. $6. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, while well, we have, uh, before we play another song from the Van Epps, uh, new, record um I, I came across this this story and i thought it'd be fun to have you guys who are fellow musicians and and, and probably have you know an opinion about this um a website by the name of loudwire which i think a lot of people know it's a, a rock heavy metal website sure they put together a list of the 10 greatest metal riffs of the 70s oh. so i want to see if you guys agree or disagree i'll give you a couple examples and then we'll play some audio of the top five so at number 10 uh Motorhead's dead men tell no tales
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. See, okay, I, I <inaudible> thought that one was the is one where I'm an,
1: like, you can live without that one. Sure, yeah. Is it in order or just, just random? <laughs> yeah, no, this is-, is no, That was number one? That's no, that's ten. number 10. Oh, 10. Number 10. Number nine is Working Man by Rush. That's good. I'll buy that. That's a killer riff. Yeah, that's a great one. Okay, I guess it's because of the 70s. Ace of Spades came out in the 80s? Yeah, early 80s. All right, because I was like, of all Motorhead songs, maybe not- I just seem odd. It wouldn't have been the one to pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Judas Priest, Victim of Changes. Number seven, Cities on Flame by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> and number six, huh? Running with the Devil by uh, Van Halen. Cool.
0: All right. uh, see, I'm with Running with the Devil. I yeah. mean, honestly, man, those are the two riffs. I don't even know those songs. I'm sorry. Gee, I, I feel okay.
1: All right, I don't feel as bad. I was kind of, that's why I glossed over them. I don't I'm know like, those songs. Like, I'm sure I've heard those songs, but they're not like, they're yeah. not iconic songs by those yeah, bands. No. Yeah. All right, so top five, I feel like they've gotten a little bit better, but let's see if you guys agree or disagree. So number five. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fever. Hey. Yeah, you can't go yeah. wrong with this riff. Uncle Ted. <laughs> I mean, as crazy as Ted Nugent is. Well,
2: th- oh, I he's think, crazy. I think Uncle Ted thinks that's number one on the list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he would shoot somebody with an arrow if they <laughs> disagree. <laughs> number five. No. All right, so that's number five. Number four. Let's check it out. Ready?
2: Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think every you know musician it, just goes... Oh, in a weird yeah. way,
0: I almost <laughs> think that should be number one, because yeah. anyone ever touched a guitar, first, ever, first has riff. that riff. That's oh, a yeah. good you point. Know?
1: That's like the first riff everyone learns. Oh, I think I must yeah. have worked down the numbers wrong. So this is actually number three, Smoke on the Water by uh, Deep Purple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily... It's the Rev's fault. He's a dick. <laughs> it is Rev's fault. All right, so Rev. number number four, I think we'll all agree this is another great riff.
3: Oh, yep. yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, Thank you.
1: Absolutely. See, now I'm torn. Would you would, I, you? would you consider this a better riff than "Smoke on the Water"? Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, in my yes, head, yeah, it's I a would. better riff.
0: But yeah, yeah. every four year old that touches a guitar plays "Smoke on the yeah, Water." They don't even true. know who Deep Purple is, and they know that riff. Yeah. That's a good it's point. It's probably the most iconic guitar riff. Of all time, it totally. doesn't mean it's the best. I'd but pick space knows tracking
4: it. over everyone that. Everyone
0: knows it. Exactly. Over,
1: I'd pick space tracking over smoke on the water any day. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. super great riff. All right, number two. Let's see how you guys feel about this one.
4: Oh yeah!
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glad I was you were in the room. Everyone's <laughs> eyes just lit up. All of us were like, "Yes!" This just brings you back to being, a, oh, a,
2: man. like a, a high schooler Ooh, or right, a oh. junior
1: high schooler. Or even so elementary good. school for us old folks.
2: <laughs> well, in the, the thick of this, it's 70. Oh, yeah, man, the, the bass player's off so
1: yeah. No. yeah, school's out for summer. Uh, yeah, Fred cool. School's out by uh, Alice Cooper. I heard he so puts good. on a really good show. I've never seen him, though. Never seen him live. I, I heard know. he's like, Top
3: ten is just amazing.
1: And, and he comes to the casinos. I mean, it's really stupid of us not to go. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you get to see him in a small, like, you know, what, 3,000 people tops? Oh, yeah, In totally. a, a venue like that? And that the w-
3: production's probably still insane. Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. that told me about a show, they said
1: he's just amazing. Gosh. All, all right, we'll, we should go. Yeah, we should go. The, the, we're all going. Yeah. It's Van Dads. I mean, it. <laughs> we we'll wear our Van Dad shirts.
3: <laughs> we'll sell them outside the show. Dude, if only we could get Van Dads to open for us, Cooper. Oh,
1: man.
0: Yeah. I feel
1: like we could make that happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've talked to a lot of people. that I've got a, one, my friend uh, Adam Dane actually knows him well and says he's a sweetheart. And Dude. I've talked to other people that have met him and have like hung out with him. And they just say he's the most grounded. Down to earth, humble, cool guy ever. So, I think if we could just get a five minute audience with him, we could probably hook Van Dads yeah. right up. Perfect.
1: <laughs> nice. Perfect. So, number one, it's actually they picked every song by that artist. So, we just, the, the, oh. I, I grabbed one song and I think I you'll know the artist. Who, is.
3: who do you think it is? I'm going to go with ACDC.
1: Okay. What about Black you? Black Sabbath.
2: Oh, So, so Bobby's saying Black
1: Sabbath. Ooh, Black Sabbath.
2: I'd, I'd say like I ACDC. DC. Okay, so Jake, you're on yeah, the ACDC
1: train. What know. about you, Glenn? What do you really think?
0: Metal. Well, Steve, I well, know you're Alice a few Jam fan, so I'm guessing that number one is Black Betty, just because I know that F-
1: you, you. are <laughs> You love that song. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that song. With such, I used to like that, that song when we first started playing it on the mornings. I was like, oh, it's I haven't heard this song in forever. It's awesome. After the third time we played it, like in a month, I was done. I'm just <laughs> turning off like, this is just a So then we do live day and Ryan Castle decides it would be funny to have window as the very first song played on that because Ryan's very aware that I hate listening to black to Ram Jam by the Black Betty song. He has windowpane play on live day our first song of that morning is Ram Jam Black Betty perfect
0: <laughs> and, and, and I tried a couple times I was like hey Castle man that, that Black Betty tune's no joke it's pretty hard what if we did like you know a helmet or unsung or something? some like, music no uh, Ram Jam I was like okay Ryan thanks a few <laughs> days later I'm like hey Ryan man me and the boys were talking about it what? and he's like oh, no you're, you're doing Ram Jam I was like oh, okay Ryan
1: thanks. Ryan my just said I, I hate tried, Steve I spent like three I... times
0: to get out of it and he was like no you will be
1: playing <laughs> back <laughs> Betty, <Right>. bro <laughs> Ryan's like I know this is going to make Steve miserable you cannot back out of it oh uh, it was great oh yeah and you guys nailed it i mean it was awesome i gotta admit like you guys killed the, the performance but i was yeah, just like, it's, it's
0: not an easy piece of music man we really worked we really worked on it man and we, we tried to knock it out of the park
1: well i'm proud um, to say that ram jam is not the number one riff of all time no i you're songs. really upset steve i'm bummed i'm very bummed all right so number one one of you guys is right Ooh. oh and that person oh. is Bobby. Oh! <laughs> I called it. Boom. Boom. for the win. I mean, you can't disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Almost every damn Black Savage song has a great riff. Oh, yeah. Totally.
2: It's Iron Man. I mean, pretty icon.
1: I mean, Beavis and Butthead. That's how I base everything. <laughs> well, Beavis and Butthead and I mean, sing along If to you it. walk yeah. in the
0: Guitar Center and scan the average eight-year-old... They probably are playing Iron Man. Do you guys think they're playing Iron Man as frequently as they're playing Smoke on the Water? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, everyone right learns right. Smoke on the Water first. Am I wrong? That, that's no, still a thing. I think
3: you're right. I'm also hearing a very, there's a lot of similarities between that riff, Smoke on the Water, and Cat Scratch Fever.
4: <laughs> yeah. Like they're yeah. very um, similar um, um. riffs. <laughs>
0: I can see this sim- similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all <laughs> interestingly, they're all ascending riffs. Yeah, that's a, yeah, um, yeah. The first what mean, three yeah. are basically three chord ascending
1: riffs. Have we figured out um, the science of writing a good riff? It's just write an ascending riff.
2: Well, it's like that one video, like the four chord song, and like how many yeah. songs like yes. have that progression, you know? First oh, song yeah, I ever dude. learned, and
1: I don't know how to play guitar very well, but it was "Stray Cat Strut" by the Stray Cats. No, nice. that's a good one.
2: Well, you'd probably dig through '80s
0: power ballads based on G, C, and D, and it's oh, like if you yeah. assemble G, C, and D in any order, dollar signs fall from like the roof <laughs> yeah. of the area where you're sitting, and you know, yeah. Wait, so girls pull up a, and throw in that A minor and, sometimes.
1: Yeah. Now I'm curious, what's the first riff that uh, any of you guys learned? So Matt, what was oh, the first, man. do you remember the first riff or first song that you learned on the guitar? I think so. I think it was Back in Black. Alright, that's not embarrassing. Without the, <laughs> I was like, what
4: is this? <laughs> we'll come back to that
1: part. Sometimes less is more. Been... <laughs> what about you, Bobby? Uh, definitely Smoke on the Water. That it was. Nice. was. Yep. No All right, team. Jake. I know you play drums, obviously, but yeah. you play other. Do you play other instruments? Yeah, I play a little oh, yeah. guitar. Okay. Um, uh,
2: Space Truckin' was the first song I ever learned. Oh, man, <laughs> great, great song. Na-na-na-na-na. What about you? And it's funky
0: too. <laughs> oh man, when I when I switched from bass to guitar, and of course I was a teenager. I didn't know you played bass. Um, Oh yeah, I started out as a bass player Because everyone wanted to play guitar And I just wanted to play rock and roll So fine, you guys can play guitar, I'll play the damn bass And that's why I'm I'm one of those unique guitar players That can count and has a good sense of pocket (laughs) (laughs) But uh but, yeah, no, I uh, started bass and I switched What's to guitar. <laughs> uh, pretty much all I could play was power chords, right? <laughs> and then all my first bands were punk bands. So all my first songs that I actually learned were probably all DRI tunes, Sex Pistols tunes, oh, yeah. Misfits nice. tunes, Agnostic Front tunes.
1: Did you know Abduction uh, by DRI? Odd Man
0: Out, uh, Jody Foster's Army. Uh, good God. It was all stuff like that. And then the first thing I actually ever learned to pick was Empty Spaces by Pink Floyd. I sat there and picked that apart by ear. And then I started picking apart like Mark Knopfler licks. And it was all downhill from there. I've been broke and frustrated ever since, man.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now you know who to contact to get some money from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, so, um, so again, uh, Van Epps is playing on Friday, August 11th over at The Crocodile. Go to TheCrocodile.com or com to be able to get more information about the show. And it's not only you guys, but 10 Miles Wide, Devil's Hunt Me Down, and Omni. Um, who produced the record? And uh, where did you record it? Uh, our buddy Sean Walker produced oh, okay. the record. Yes. He's also our sound
3: guy. He's been with us for Sean's a long a time. And he's our
1: fifth member. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. definitely you know, the know. So he's Sha- Sir Sean Walker. Yes, yeah. Right. Yeah. Indeed.
3: Um, we did it at Synergy Studios again. Same mm-hmm. place we did the first record. Um, and then actually, uh, Jason Shavy helped engineer it as well, and he's the owner at Synergy. Oh, right on.
2: Oh, yeah. so, super, yeah. super amazing studio, if, if you guys haven't checked it out yet. Yeah,
0: when you guys did the first one, were you still in the old location or was Shavy up on Aurora at that point? New one. Aurora, yeah.
4: yeah. Let yeah. yeah. I me mean, yeah, like he's a street streetwalker. walker. That facility's
0: facility yeah. killer, dude. He's got a, an SSLG in there. It's, it's it's oh, a yeah. great sounding room. It's a killer studio. And, and yeah, Shavy, it's it's a great facility. I definitely, man, that's killer. It's yeah, killer. You yeah.
2: did a good that's job. Cool.
1: Yeah. Well, let's check out another song. So uh, you cool. said you wanted to uh, Anchor, sure. second song yeah. off for of the That'd record. Be cool. yeah. All right, let's check out Anchor. This is a uh, brand new Van Epps from their upcoming self titled release, which is going to be available to purchase Indeed. on August 11th over at The Crocodile. So please, everybody who's listening, go check them out. Here's a nice riff. All right, Van Epps right there. Uh, dude, I hope people now realize why I'm so geeked out about this record, man. It just sounds monstrous. <laughs> if that's even a word, it's monstrous a word. It's a word. It's a word. It's-
0: it is a word, and, and I'm remiss, man. Actually, I, I i should have mentioned earlier that actually, "anchor" was the first riff I ever learned on guitar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great great no riff. Way. I sat there for hours. You know, my pubes were just starting to come in, and I, my little fingertips were so soft. And I just worked and worked and worked. I said, "Someday I'll be a steam rod." <laughs> As we all hope
3: to be someday.
1: Glenn, so you're going to be uh, in Maryland for another week or two? Is that like... So what's going on now for the boys in Windowpane? Are you all just like hanging out at someone's house? Yeah,
0: uh, we're all uh, my my parents, the Saint uh, Saint Roger and Saint Yolo oh, nice. are, are putting up <laughs> the band. Um, to let's see, we're 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 kind of chilling for a few days. Actually, a really good friend of mine, Chris Nelskate. Chris Nelson came and collected us and took us up to Deep Creek Lake the other day. And we bombed around on the ski boat. And, we, you know, they drug us on inner tubes doing 40 mile an hour. And we were kicking each other off the inner tubes. And-
1: yeah, anyone get <laughs> hurt?
0: No. Well, we're all real sore today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just had a blast yesterday. That was awesome. But we're playing a, an acoustic show up in Frostburg, which is sort of above the Cumberland Valley where Frostburg State College is. We're going to do an acoustic show there. And then, uh Friday and Saturday, we're doing two more club shows, and then we fly out Tuesday. Nice. So yeah, next Tuesday, I'll be on an airplane. I won't even be able to remote in. And we get back uh, we get back into town, um I believe August first or second. Wow. So rocking a few more shows, visiting family, um, trying to slow down on the Jack Daniels. First couple days we were here, everyone's like, man, great to see you guys. and Drink. And, oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, we really hit it hard for about three days straight. Now all of us are like, may I have a Pepsi? <laughs>
1: <laughs> How's uh, your new bassist Kristen doing? Any uh, any stories of him and his, uh, his single life exploits? No,
0: no. I mean, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, th- I think there were lots of girls that batted their eyelashes at him. But, uh, yeah, Chris actually parted ways with us for a minute. He, um, Oh, man, and I should tell you guys, too, this was a total trip. But, uh, anyway, Chris had a buddy named Patrick that lives in Ohio. Uh-huh. Um, Patrick drove all the way in from Ohio to see the show oh, and then wow. kidnapped Chris. So, Chris is back with Pat in Ohio partying for a couple days. Probably oh, nice. All kinds of mischief. But mid-show, like, we're six songs in. And I look over, and Chris is gone. And I'm like, what, what is going on, dude? And then Sean yelled over the drum riser like, hey, man, Chris had to fix something real quick. And I'm like, what? And then Sean starts clicking us into the next song, and I'm okay. So we turn to the next song, and I look over, and there's this dude with a bag on his head, a brown paper bag on his head playing bass. And it took, took about a tenth of a second till I realized it was Mark Harris. He drove about 13 hours what? all the way in from Iowa. What? Awesome. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, man, and he's, cool. he got on, The Chris was in on it, Chris knew about it, the promoter knew about it, no one else knew about it. And about halfway through the song, Chris ran on stage and ripped that paper bag off of Mark's head. And that audience, because, you know, Mark's from this town, too. Right. That audience went insane. Dude, that I mean, so cool. screamed yeah. so that's loud, nice. it, it almost knocked us backwards off that massive stage. Oh, and, that's
2: awesome. And, uh, I was about yeah, joke he, he, to jokingly
1: say that he switched he, back with Mark and, like, he, uh, he passed the torch without you knowing as a joke. <laughs> and then it turns out that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no joke, man. It was all, uh,
0: all a big, you know, and Mark was all beat up. He had his uh, 16 his year old daughter. Daughter was driving while he was sleeping in the back, and they hit some weather, and she hydroplaned and hit a guardrail and mashed the hell oh, out of the car. And geez, Mark no. went flying up through the front of the car, So He had a big knot on his head, and his eye was all busted up. And he was Jeez. up there just throwing down, you know, and Jeez, Mark. Rock So and it was roll. rad. I mean, those two kept switching off and on. We played for, like I said, we played for almost two hours because those people really suffered a miserable day so we just Jeez. we threw down until there was nothing left to give him and, and it was cool man they just went wild but yeah getting that was a total surprise i didn't know that he was doing that till he was standing beside me and awesome. even the brown paper bag didn't fool me because i've been playing with him for so long I, I recognized his posture and was like good god mark's here <laughs> you know? yeah. so it, it was killer it was a it was a hell of a surprise man so it was pretty cool So yeah some fun You know some fun stuff That's awesome That's cool. Yeah That's dude so cool. It was pretty happening
1: Alright so before we uh, Wrap things up uh, Let's do one more song uh, okay. uh, Which yeah. one do you guys Want to do And uh, give us a little Backstory behind the song I'll, a You behind choose And I'll give
3: you A backstory
1: Oh crap Okay <laughs> oh, I'm torn between Either Evolution or Burn both of them, I was really jamming out to while vacuuming yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's where I try to do most of my music
2: listening <laughs> while, while doing chores. Dude, let's have a vacuum I love party, things, man. Vacuum like, man! party. I listened to both
0: of them while I was <laughs> having incredible <laughs> sex with my wife. No, me. <laughs> it's like I listen to both while vacuuming, <laughs> and grooming my dog. Oh. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no, I'll <laughs> explain
1: it. You know, Blood and Anchor. I'm listening while I'm cleaning the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> M- oh,
2: making oh. oh, oh, a come on, man! Doesn't sound right. There's a bloody anchor at the bottom of the toilet.
0: <laughs> then hey, I just... what does Sid do
1: around your house, man? <laughs> she <You> does know? <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. Well, actually, she cleans everything but the toilets and vacuum, so I can't complain. My, my job
0: is to be blonde and gorgeous, honey. Now you go clean. Yes, Miss Sid. Yes, Miss Sid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time I get to evolution and burn, that's when I'm in my vacuum phase. Fair enough. So I don't know. I'm torn <laughs> on these two. Fair enough. Why don't you guys pick between those two? Oh,
3: man,
0: don't make me pick. Glenn, you pick then. Between evolution or burn?
1: Yeah, or any of the other ones if you want.
0: I'm gonna pick burn because there's a sub- sex joke there.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, let's do burn. That One has more... nothing
3: to do with
0: the backstory of the song. <laughs> yeah, what's the backstory? You know what? I'm as a friend, I'm very glad to hear that it had nothing to Red do burn? with the backstory. Of the song. <laughs> that yeah, makes Red me burn. happy.
3: So, what is the song about? Um, it's kind of about a couple things. It's um, it's Honestly, I guess honestly, I don't know if you even if these guys know this. Um, oh, but chlamydia. When we were making <laughs> this record for Bobby, <laughs> when we were making, we've been a band. We've been a band for like twelve years, and uh, we've had some rough patches. And there were times where we were just at each other's throats. And this song is actually kind of about just wanting to say enough with everything but obviously we get through it we're brothers but yeah. that's what this song's about wow
1: <laughs> of all the songs <laughs> it's they have pretty meaningful it's like the most intense one about the band <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry guys love you guys, guys. Uh, whoopsies. <laughs> love you guys. Well, this is the first this is going to be the last show by Van band on August 11th as the band breaks up now that we are doing, doing very along. well now Talk thank to you
0: me. Matt talked <laughs> to me before I before I flew out he put me up to this he wanted to specifically share that he wants to secretly kill you guys yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> it's, it's actually a, it's no more secret there's going to be a bomb <laughs> under the stage. They're all going solo after this. It's gonna be <laughs> You're each gonna have your own solo record. Well, Matt's, yeah. Matt's oh, yeah.
0: joining the new originals, man. After yeah. that, <laughs> show at Slims, and we can't let him go now, dude. That's right. You did sing with the that new originals. That
1: was fun.
3: That was a, that that was was a fun, fun time. Man. The world's oh, worst he cover was band. Killer.
0: He was killer, dude. Man. It was
3: a lot of fun. I uh, I always forget how hard you guys party, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I had like. I just want to say that uh, only the rhythm section was a, uh, <laughs> a mess. I think that those of us standing to the frontmost portion of the stage. Played really well, I think.
1: I think and I could probably say I was not playing drums that day, so it had nothing yeah. to do with this part of the rhythm section. I'm pretty Castle. sure that before we <laughs> yeah. pl- before we played, I think Castle, uh, Thrill,
3: and I may have had somewhere up to like eight beers and two shots, and but we were playing at three, and we started rehearsal at
1: eleven. So somewhere yeah. between that time, oh, that's right, because Glenn said when he showed up to see all you guys, you were all just like. Hi. Yeah, we
0: were nice. And <laughs> no, thrill, man, honestly, Castle, I, I thought, was on point. Oh, thrill. Yeah, yeah. Thrill yeah. looked like Garfield after he leaked a lasagna. <laughs> he had this huge smile. His eyes were half open. He kept using the words love and man. <laughs> <laughs> thrill was really special, man. I, you know, I can't even think about it yeah. without laughing, dude. It was rad.
1: All right, well, let's, uh, let's check out Burn now. This is Van Epps. Again, you can buy the record on September 11th. Uh, August 11th, September. August 11th over at the Crocodile, and that's going to be a show along with 10 Miles Wide, Devil's Hunt Me Down, Omni, and of course, Van Epps will be playing. So you can purchase this record there and go and celebrate and, and, and support these boys. Here's the song Burn on the Ming's cast. And if it works, Rev, you dick. Rev?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Rev.
1: Yeah, well, uh, we've lost the rest of the band. They listened to the lyrics, and
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they said, you know what? Now we know what you're talking about. F you, we're Game out. over. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, that's Van Epsa, <laughs> and, and uh, they're going to be playing on August 11th over at the Crocodile yeah. with 10 Miles Wide, Omni, and then Devils Hunt Me Down, who are also releasing their EP on the same night. Correct, yeah. So you get your CD Which release is... and their EP release. And they just
3: released their single, one of the singles off that. On Facebook, and it sounds awesome. Yeah, so you
2: should check, check it them. Out. Yeah. yeah, what hands down one of my favorite Seattle local bands. So good. It's just yeah, they're killers. Those guys are fantastic. Oh yeah,
1: what a, what a great bill. I mean, all the bands. It's a, yeah. it's, it's some of the best bands in Seattle. It's going to be a great night of music. Dude, P- people so are be much stupid not to attend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I think so. You won't okay. be there then,
0: Steve. I, no, I, <laughs> that is the same weekend
1: as yeah. I am stupid because that's the same weekend as uh, Summer Meltdown with the Ted Smith, where I'm going to be in Darrington, taking a trip to the other side. I would imagine. Imagine. Have you ever been to Meltdown before? No, dude. It's it's
3: intense. That's what I hear. Intense fest of uh, lots of yeah. Let's say uh, what would I say? Just. Drugs? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: go on.
1: Wow. you tried to word that, and it just came out. Yeah, like, you know, um... I was trying to be... Drugs! Lighter. They yeah. did lots of drugs! My gosh, yeah. Well, was. I'm going sober. I'm just gonna yeah, be yeah. high on life. It's a good way to go. <laughs> yes. Nice. That's gonna be you'll fun. See, you'll have some stories. If I don't make it there, I'll be at the Van Napp Show. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. now... <laughs> You're scaring
3: me, man. (laughs) I mean, it's just like mind altering. Like it's not like a dangerous thing. So you've gone to meltdown before? Yeah, I played with a dude once a while, like years ago. I played bass at it, and it was was it weird? It was. It was just. It was really fun. It. It just wasn't what I expected.
1: So, like, was what was the crowd like when you were performing in front of a bunch of of people who were probably tripping their faces off? yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, but it wasn't bad. It was fun. It was super fun. I just did not know what I was getting into.
1: Yeah, I talked to someone who was in a band called Elephant Revival about it, um, and uh, she was telling me how one time they were playing a show, and I don't know if it was at Meltdown, but it was at a similar festival show, and some guy just had like a Congo drum and just walked up on stage and just started playing with them. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we don't need your help. We appreciate it, (laughs) but we've been practicing as this lineup. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be best if you get off the stage. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. I got some people. Some people are just so rude. <laughs> you won't
3: have as much fun as you'd be having at the Crocodile. That is very true. So again, <laughs> August <Burn>! 11th,
1: <laughs> August My 11th, uh, 10 miles wide, Devil's hunt me down, Omni, and some band called Van Abbs. I, yeah, I don't know if they can make it; they'll they be suck. there as well. Uh, big CD release show, and congratulations on the record, man. Thank the, you. the record sounds fantastic. Thank you so much, uh, Glenn. You have any parting words? No, nah, man. Just uh, I will definitely see you guys at the Van Abbs CD release
0: party show. Oh, yeah. um and we'll uh we'll be back soon man miss you guys i wish i could have been in studio
2: today oh it's all good Safe travels man i'm glad you're having fun over there
0: yeah it's it's been a good trip man we're looking forward to playing these uh another couple shows and then get back home and get dug back in man
2: hell yeah cool. very cool well
0: we will see you guys at the croc man i know we'll be there in full force brother <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> right you on, soon right buddy on. later right, man right on
1: glenn well, all right, I think he's there or maybe he's not but I'm here. He, All right, good, thank
4: you.
1: All right, for anyone who's listening to this podcast, thank you, as always, for listening. You can reach us at themigscast at gmail.com or 253-271-4787. I would have played uh, some voicemails and some emails, but honestly, traffic was a bitch to get in here. We had the day off, and I got here like minutes before these guys showed up, so didn't have any time to do any prep. But that's okay. We had fun. It was a great time. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you, Steve. And most importantly, we leave with one solid nugget of information, and that is, Rev, you're a dick. (laughs) Yeah. One more time, all of us. Ready? One, two, three. Rev, you're a dick. You're a dick. He's going to be like, what? His wife will probably listen to this before him, and she's like, ah, babe, you might want to listen to the podcast. Did you know you're a dick? They gave you a really hard time, honey. (laughs) As he's puking in the bathroom. All right, well, as always, thank you guys for listening, and stay positive. Take care.